When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Golden West Radio Network presents Crisis. You warm enough now? Uh-huh. Had a big day, didn't you? Uh-huh. Well, we're almost home now. I love to lie in the wagon and look up at the sky. What do you see up there? Oh, lots of things. Here comes our old tree by the road. I wish Pa would go slow. Why's that, honey? Oh, cause. Well, we got to tend to the chores. Sunday or not, we have to do what we have to do. I know. But I wish we could just stay out until the first star. Oh. Well, it's getting dark. Won't be but a minute before you'll start seeing them. Look, there it is. The first star. Starlight, star bright, first star I see tonight. I wish I may, I wish I might have the wish, I wish. Look, a falling star. It's a falling star. Hey, my gosh, it is. Oh, isn't it pretty? Make your wish on it, Neil. Sure to come true now. Oh, Emma, that's a lot of nonsense. I always wished on a fallen star when I was a girl. Look, it's fallen right out back of the woods, in the lake. Oh, no, Nellie, it only looks like it did. That star burned itself out long ways from us. No, it really did. It fell right out in back of the woods. I saw it. All right, honey, you have it your way. Imagine. Oh, look, now I see another star. And there's another. How many stars are there, Pa? Now, how'd I know? I never had the time to count stars. Well, there's one less star now. Hmm? Now there's one less star. It fell right into the lake behind the woods. (laughs) Did you ever lie on your back outside under the darkening sky, waiting for twilight and the appearance of the first star of the evening? And did you ever see a shooting star and watch it arc across the sky and see it fall just beyond the horizon? You know, when you're a certain age, you believe with all your heart that you could find that star that fell, that you could pinpoint exactly where it landed, and maybe go pick it up for a souvenir. Yes, there is a certain age where no amount of logic and explaining to the contrary can shake your inward belief that such a thing is possible. Tonight, you're about to meet a girl named Nell, who is at that exact age where all things are possible. Even such a thing as a brilliant star falling right into the lake near the woods behind her house. Of course, no one else believes such a thing. And maybe that's just as well. I'll be back in a minute with the first act of tonight's crisis tale of suspense called Starlight, Star Bright.
It had been a pleasant day for Nell, Sunday school in the morning, and then home to change clothes, and in the afternoon a big family picnic at Uncle Arthur and Aunt Josie's six miles away at their big farm on the edge of the river. And then the ride home at sunset, timed so there'd be just enough light for the horses to see by as they pulled the wagon down the dusty road. The crickets and frogs were singing. And just as the family approached that big tree that marked the long driveway up to their house, Nell saw her first star of the evening, and it turned out to be a falling star. It's just a minute later now, and they've just come into the house. Daddy, take me out to the lake. Nell, you lost your senses. We've got two cows that haven't been milked since morning, and they're bawling fit to kill. Jasper's got to be put in, and i got to fork fresh straw, and a dog has to be fed. Now, when have I got time to take you out to the lake? What do you want to go out there for, anyway? To see where the star fell. Oh, Emma, we explained to her, please. It's going to be dark in another five minutes or so. Come on, Nell. Oh. Come on, up to bed. But you saw it. The star? Yes. Yeah, I've seen lots of fallen stars, honey. And so will you by the time you're my age. Well, if it didn't fall into the lake, then where did it fall? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> How would I know? Maybe it fell way over in the next county. Or maybe it burned up before it ever came down. Like like your daddy says. Now, go on now, scat. Oh. Now, you're all tucked in. Did you have a good time today? It's getting warmer nights. I'm going to open your window a little wider. All right. Let's hear your prayers first. Dear God, please bless Mama and Daddy and my brother who's an angel and bless Grandma and Grandpa and all our loved ones. Amen. Amen. Good night, Nell. Good night, Mama. Oh, she forgot to open my window. It did so fall in the lake. In fact, there it is, shining through the trees. Mama! Daddy! They wouldn't let me go to see it. So I'm just going to go all by myself. There it is, just as I thought. Only, is that what stars look like? That doesn't look like a star. It looks more like a silo with a lamp in it. So you're a star. Hello, Mr. Star. Did you know that I wished on you when I saw you falling? But my mama and daddy don't believe in you. But I do. You almost fell into the lake, didn't you? I'm glad you fell. Did it hurt when you hit the ground? Do you know what, Mr. Star? You don't look like a star at all. Not like the ones in storybooks, but I've never seen one up real close. Is it all right if I touch you? Little girl, stop. You can talk. You're a talking star. Can you hear me? Yes. You must not come any closer. 
All right. I won't. Is it all right if I stay right here? Yes. Do all stars talk? This is not a star. It is a ship. A ship? <laughs> You're not a ship. You don't even have any sails. This is a ship for traveling in the sky. How do you do that? I cannot explain it to you. Did you come from far away? Yes, very far away. How far? Look above you, into the sky. Do you see two bright stars that seem close together? Mm. Mm-hmm. Now look just below them. Do you see a very faint star? Oh, yes. That is my home. Is it far away? Yes. Why did you come down to our woods? My ship is damaged. Oh, how did that happen? I don't know. Are you a man? You sound like a man. Yes, I am a man. But you said you're a ship. I am a man inside the ship. Can you come out? No. Why can't you? Because I cannot breathe your atmosphere. You can't. Well, why can't you? Your world is different from mine. Oh, like another country. Somewhat. Say, how come you can talk to me? How can you understand me? Do you know the term machine? Yes. Your voice comes to me through a machine and is changed into my language. And my voice comes to you through the same machine and is changed into your language. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Do you have a name? <laughs> of course I have a name. My name is Nell. What's your name? Does not translate. Huh? Did you understand my name? No, say it again. My name is... Does not translate. <laughs> That's a funny name. <laughs> I have spoken my name into our machine, but it can't find a name in your language to match it. Do you understand? Well, what do you want me to call you? What would you like to call me? Uh, I'd like to call you Starman. That will do very well. Nell, I must ask you something. Mm-hmm. How soon do you think my ship will be discovered? I don't know what you mean. Nell, no one else must see the ship. Why not? Because it is not yet time for your planet to learn of us. We have flown far above you in our ships for a year. But we were commanded to make no contact, except in an emergency. How come? It is not yet time. Oh. Nell, you must not tell anyone of my ship's landing. No one? That is correct. None of your people must see it. Then why don't you go away? The ship is damaged. It will not fly. Oh. Nell, when it is morning, will I be seen? I don't know. Do your people come to this place? Not very much. Just sometimes to fish. Can you keep them away? I don't know. For just a few days? Well, I don't know. Maybe. Thank you, Nell. I suppose I better go back home now. Yes, 
But can I come and see you tomorrow? Yes, you may come. All right. Good night, Mr. Starman. And I won't tell anyone about you, not even my folks. <laughs> They wouldn't believe me anyway. No, I'll say they wouldn't believe nine-year-old Nell. Imagine the reaction if she said there was a traveler from a distant star stranded by the edge of a lake out in back of her woods. How would that sound in a horse-and-wagon culture where light is by kerosene lamp and the only thing that flies is a bird? I wonder if Nell can keep her secret. We'll be right back. It's the next morning. Nell made it back through the woods to her house after her talk with the star man, climbed the tree by her window and slipped back into her room undetected. But she lay awake for hours, her mind spinning with the incredible experience she'd had, and frustrated by the promise to share it with no one. Well, good morning, Nell. Good morning, Mama. Here, here, wait a minute. Let me look at you. Where did you get those dark circles under your eyes? You feel sick? No, Mama. Here, let me feel your face. I don't have a fever. I wonder if I ought to keep you home from school. No, I'm all right. Well, sit down and start in, then. And eat plenty. Where's Pa? Oh, he's had his breakfast. Wandered early. Said he had something extra to do today. Oh, what? Oh, he wants to go out in the woods and chop up some of those old fallen logs for firewood. In the woods? Well, what is it, Nell? Can't you eat your mush? Pa! Pa! Hey, young lady. Why are you on your way to school? I'm going, but I have to ask you something. Well? When are you going to go chop logs in the woods? Oh, this afternoon sometime, as soon as I can get to it. Oh. What's the matter? Well, see, there's this family of... Uh, Of squirrels living in some of the old logs. Well, they'll just have to get themselves a new home. But, Pa, they have little babies. Can't you just wait until the babies are older? Nope, I waited too long as it is. Those logs are getting rotted. And when they get rotted, they don't burn as good. Well, wait till I get home from school before you go into the woods. Please, Pa. There's a school bell. Now you get going. Promise me you'll wait till I get... Till I can move the, the squirrels. Please. Say what's got into you anyway. You forget about those squirrels and run on to school, or you be late. I wonder if it's still there. Oh, it is. Mr. Starman. Mr. Starman. It's me, Nell. Hello, Nell. I kept my promise to you. Honest. I'm very grateful. But Pa's coming into the woods this afternoon. What does that mean? It means he's bound to see you. I understand. But I didn't tell him you were here. Honest, he's coming in to chop some wood, and I know you'll see your ship. Thank you for telling me, Nell. What will you do, Starman? Mr. Starman? There is a measure prescribed for this emergency. I don't know what you mean. Oh, there's so much I want to ask you about where you came from and all. But I have to go to school. Yes. 
School is important. But, but I could learn twice as much from talking with you as I'd ever learn in school today. Starman, what do you like? Do you mean, how do I look? Yes. I look very much like your father. I look like a man. I'm glad. I'm disobeying orders to be telling you anything now. But why? My orders were to communicate only with beings as advanced or more advanced than my planet. Your world has not yet entered the stage of science. What is the stage of science? I cannot tell you, but by the time you are old, you will know. Starman, can't you come outside even for a minute? No, Mel. Would you be sick? I would be very sick. But how do you know? I have instruments in the ship which tell me I couldn't live in your atmosphere. And you can't make your ship fly away? No. Then what are you going to do when Pa comes into the woods this afternoon? I will be gone. But if you can't make your ship fly away... There is a measure prescribed for this emergency. Then I'll never get to see you. And I always believed in you. I always thought there were other worlds besides ours. But every time I talked about it, people laugh and say I'm crazy. That is why you must keep my secret. I will. Starman? Yes? Tell me about your world. It is like your world will become. Are there cities? Yes, there are many. Are there children? Yes, Nell, there are children. Do... Do you have children? Yes. Are they like me? Yes, very much like you. And you won't be able to get back to them, ever? No. My ship is disabled. The device which makes my atmosphere on board is failing. You're a very brave man. You don't sound sad at all. No, no. I am not brave. The voice you hear is not mine. It is a machine. It is capable of two-way translation, but it cannot communicate feelings. Those are big words. No? Yes? It is morning on your world. Is it pleasant today? It's spring. No, I am coming out. Oh, no, you mustn't. You said you'll get very sick if you come out. I am coming out, Nell. Walk back from the ship. Here? Yes. Then, when you have seen me, run. Do not turn back. But, but Do as I... I say. When you leave, do not turn back. Hello, Nell. Run, Nell. Run.
Scout Ship 1 to Mission <coughs> Control. Ship is in danger of imminent discovery by local population. Am initiating terminal procedure as ordered. Scout Ship 1 to Houston. Out. Explosion in the woods. A pillar of acrid smoke like a brown geyser in the morning sky. And a hysterical nine-year-old girl. All that's left behind after a premature landing on a peaceful, innocent world. Did I say all that's left behind? Maybe not quite all. For there's still the memory of that strangely warm encounter locked up in Nell's mind where it's apt to stay hidden as long as she lives. After all, who would believe a story like that? Who could she tell it to? In a minute, I'll be back with a preview of next week's program and the names of tonight's players. Starlight, Star Bright featured Shelley Knopp as Nell, Pat French as Mama, and Robert O. Smith as Pa and the Starman. Script and direction were by yours truly, Jim French, who invites you to be with us next week at this same time for Crisis. Crisis.